All right, all right, all right. Welcome. Welcome back is actually what I should be saying to the talk show inside the Freedom from the Hustle and Grind Facebook group. But as always, this will get syndicated out. But I hope you guys are as excited as I am because it's been a few months since we did this show and I do miss the conversations and I'm very excited to get into the one we have today. I was actually just wrapping backstage with our guest, Jason Starbuck Starbuck of Move.co. And he's going to talk to us a lot today about you know the mental aspects, the physical aspects of just how to get after it, how to be an evolved entrepreneur. But what I want you to do is to show Jason that we're here is if you're watching live, drop a hashtag live in the comments. And as always, as we're going through this conversation, if you have comments, you have questions, you want to let Jason know he's rocking and he's bringing the fire like he told me he was going to do, make sure you put it in the comments. If you're watching the replay, put them in there anyways. We'll still answer it. But as mentioned, excited to be back for the show and very excited to have our first guest in a long time. So I'm going to bring him on, Jason Starbuck, move.co. All right, Jason, uh, give us the intro. Give us the elevator pitch, something we talk about in the group all the time. <clears throat> what is it you do? Very cool, man. Hey, I appreciate you, Nick. I really do, man. This is really cool. He does an awesome intro and, and you put it down. That's really cool. So, um, you know, I think that uh, the elevator pitch really comes back to solving a problem. And really where the problem was is I started to recognize, um, and maybe we'll get into kind of maybe my my story a little bit, but I started to recognize there was a gap um, in, in the entrepreneur world where, uh, you know, there was brands and there was big companies that were supporting things like athletes, like basketball players and all these. And some of my background was that um, I worked for Harley Davidson. Um, I owned a sunglass company and we sold a lot of Oakley and things like that. So a lot of those core fashion companies that were there were kind of how I grew up. And I started to recognize that there was this gap and there was really no one out there that was kind of serving the entrepreneur as maybe the evolution of the, of the entrepreneur. And so that started, uh, you know, moved. And now I have a podcast called Move Entrepreneur Evolve. Um, and then we can also talk about, you know, Move 30 and things like that. But that's, that's the core. Um, there's a story behind all of it, but, uh, that's the foundation of why and the gap that I wanted to solve. All right. So let's get into uh, when we first talked and, you know, if people go to your website, which I believe is move.co, uh, sure. we'll make sure to put all these in the show notes for you guys. But when you go to the website, there's three main points you talk about. And I, I really like these. Some of the language matches up with some of what I use, what other coaches may or may not use. But um, the, the premise behind them are very important. So I want to hit each one of them. And let's start with the first one. So you talk about getting entrepreneurs ready for the mental aspect of entrepreneurship. And I think this is, you know, this is the one that, it, that can be very crazy because when you start, when you're that beginning entrepreneur, you're full of fire. Like nothing can stop you. The world's your oyster. Like you have no idea the shit show that is coming. <laughs> so the, the energy's high, the mental aspect's high, and yeah, then man. you hit that brick wall. So tell me like, a little bit about maybe your journey through the mental side and then yeah. what it is you've seen with entrepreneurs in that evolvement as of late and where you think it's going. Oh, that's pretty cool. I think that, um, I think you, we have to look at this as a practice at, at first um, and really be like, Hey, you know, what is this really like? And um, just to kind of give a little background, you know, we, for anybody we haven't met and things like that, but I, I lived in Thailand and I spent over three months with a monk named Tobias and he's an incredible guy. And he had shared with me a lot of really what meditation was. And I came from much of the Western world in the United States. And as I grew up, you know, in church and religion and things like that, there was a 
separation between what we would look at as meditation and what prayer was. Are we there? Yeah, you're here. Sorry, oh, okay. go for it. Um, and so uh, finding out what like prayer was and as what prayer really was, maybe was different to what meditation may be. And so when you look at that, I started to kind of look at meditation as a tool. And when you looked at and you talked about being strong as an, as an entrepreneur and going through these, you know, the, the, the ticker that they all talk about is, is it's, it's for everybody. And so as you start to go through these ups and these downs, I look at the mental side and say, wait a minute, if we have a meditation or a manifestation that can give us a baseline, then you really are not, you really have a strength that you're going after entrepreneur with. So you're kind of giving yourself an armor with the struggles that you're bound to have. You're going to have vendors not pay you. You're going to have, you know, employees quit on you. You're going to have your, you know, your, your offering or whatever you produce, it's not going to work and you're going to go through all that. And so to have maybe, you know, a, a small baseline of a mental clarity is going to take a, it's going to take you a long way. I really like that. I mean, the baseline is a great place to start. And we're going to talk a little bit about numbers because you and I were jamming about this earlier, but uh, you you went into number two with your language and it's the one that got me the most fired up when we were starting to talk. And you said armor, like this, mm -hmm. ju this just gets me because it's the visual. Like when I was a kid, I liked playing as a kid, you know, you always saw the cool armored knights and, you know, it was always fun, but I have this visualization of an entrepreneur being able to walk into a meeting now and they've got this knight type armor on. Mm -hmm. So explain to me what it is when you're talking baseline and then building an entrepreneurial armor. Because I think mm -hmm. that language, that visual is something that people are going to be able to grab onto and really build something around it. Sure. Um, we look at the status of who we are as entrepreneurs and, you know, uh, we used to go outside and let's say you owned a construction company, you still had to go to the construction company and you had to like move a bunch of stuff and do all those things. But as entrepreneurship has evolved, there's a huge uh, number of us that really aren't taking care of our physical being. And it's not so much that we're not going out and saying we're going to the gym, but the problem is, is we're asking ourselves for too much. And what ends up happening is that uh, because you're an extremist, you end up saying, I'm going to go do CrossFit and I'm going to go be the greatest CrossFit guy that there is, player, whatever that is, because that's who you are. The problem is because you're an extremist, you will fall off harder and your business will be affected because you have something that's negative in your life. So when I look at becoming an entrepreneur armor, the way that I look at that is what do we need to do to create resistance in your body so that we can live at a higher baseline in your life. If we can agree that one push-up for the rest of your life right now, that you would be stronger, then we can apply that same application to how many other things can we do that are minimal, not what you can do. I know you can be, who there's that country song. You could be somebody tonight, you know, that I used to be back then. I know you can do a bunch of shit, but you are definitely not going to be doing a bunch of shit every day because you are not mentally that strong. None of us are. Yeah. So we need to find a way to take care of our bodies. That's the minimal viable to lift that vibration so we can create strength. And just the other side is if it's men, it's come on, negotiate differently. You know, you, you show up differently. We, our chests are gorillas. 
heck was that? Get <laughs> <laughs> the shit scared out of me. What was that? So, so I love what you're saying here, and I I don't know if I told you when we were talking, but I owned a CrossFit for ten years, so it was one of my first business ventures. And you know, we weren't the most popular at times because we'd kind of get into it with clients, my business partner and I. And they're like, "No, I've got to get really good at Fran." You know, one of the benchmark iconic workouts. And it's, "Hey, Bob, you know, you're a 42 year old real estate agent. Does that really matter?" Or if we just got you healthier, stronger for life, for the ability to be a better person, for the ability to be a better real estate agent, wouldn't that have more positive effect? Right. And unfortunately, usually the response was, no, I need to PR my friend time, injury and everything else be damned. But I love what you're saying there because there is this weird thing with entrepreneurs that we ask so much of ourselves. We ask too much. We're extreme, like you said. I mean, you know, everyone who goes into business for themselves thinks they're getting out of the 40 hour work week just to work 120 hours a week and they go crazy and they they want to be extreme and it doesn't always serve us as well as it should. So we've talked about the mental side. We've talked about the physical. We're building this being. Now we've got two of the tools. And the third part you talk about is, which is language I love, kicking over dominoes. Mm -hmm. So how do I use this mental and physical presence that I've built to start identifying and kicking over dominoes that are going to give me results as an entrepreneur. Awesome. So let me see if I can kind of pull that language just to kind of to kind of pull it as, you know, these two that we do to our business. Maybe let's look at it like there are three different things that you have to separately look at that in the combination create momentum. And so each one of them have to be a pillar or what I call a stack in your life of repetition that you do. So when you look at, and this is what I do with our move 30 and um, with the move 30, we look at what are the rep repeated things that you're doing in your life that we can actually raise the vibration that it comes down to, I'm just not doing it. Not so much. Oh my God, this is so difficult. It's just, I'm not doing it. When you look at what I call the business domino, which is the third piece, what I learned when I owned 70 commerce stores, I owned a consulting company, I had an agency, I had all those things. That when we look at momentum as the entrepreneur, which is the golden ticket, if everybody doesn't know that, that is the golden ticket. It is the flow state of your business. It's when things are moving without you having to put effort. That's your momentum. What I found is that the business domino, what is the thing that has to be pushed no matter what to move your business forward, even if you have failure down the pipeline? And what I learned through that is that when I wasn't pushing that needle as hard as I could in the front end or consistent, then I had all those problems in the back end. Because in reality, you know, car, even car companies, you know, like they make a new car every single year. So your business is, is like breathing, it's growing. But if you don't have that front pipeline and it's pushing that domino, then you kind of can't lose that big client. And so what I like to do is try to find what is that domino and are we consistently tapping that in your business? When you put those three together, you become a different entrepreneur. You have somebody that you're confident, you feel strong. You then have this different human that you're walking around. You have an aura about you. And if you've ever had it, you know what that feels like. Okay. So let's go from theory to a little bit of practical now. And Obviously, you're not going to give away the keys to the kingdom. You're not going to give away all of the secret sauce, but let's backtrack to number one. Let's imagine an entrepreneur been in business three to five years, kind of struggling with everything that's pretty common these days. 
What's one thing they can start to do today to work on the mental side? Because, and I like starting with mental because I think it's the hardest part. So okay. what, what's what be one simple exercise you would give someone, just a random stranger stops, hey, hey, you're Jason with Move. Tell me how to meditate, how to think, how to, how to vibrate better. I think that the, um, that that is correct. But I, I think that if you ask me one thing, it would be elimination. That if you were to look at the information that's, that's coming into your head, what you need to do throughout the day is you have to get that information out. So if mine is always news, like news headlines, I'm a sucker, right? But if I don't bring news headlines into my head, then I don't have to tell my friends and my family and all that about some stupid topic that doesn't matter. What happens is your brain allows your vision to have that gap filled with answering the question that you're looking for. And that is solving problems because that's what you are. So I would literally say, and I, I basically like the monk's way of elimination is you just eliminate something that you take in for 30 days in, in content, just eliminate it. And you'll have an entire area or a room in your brain that can be filled with solving problems. Perfect. I'm writing that one down. So if you guys are taking notes, if you're watching, uh, first and foremost, drop us a comment. Let Jason know he's bringing the fire. And if you have any questions, put them in the comments. I do see that someone put Toby Keith saying, I'm as good as once as I ever was. So we got got people listening, but put that in the notes. Start with the 30-day elimination. It's just that simple. So now we go into that building the armor concept. And this, this is another confusing one because there's so much out in the world. Like, We were talking CrossFit earlier. There's Zumba, there's Orange Theory, there's, hey, just walk your dog. When you have a random client come in, what's the baseline, if you will? What's the starting point you want to talk to them about? I want to know what you're willing to do because um, I I think it's cool you own a CrossFit gym, and I can guarantee you that we would agree with this. And I have a martial arts background in gyms my whole life. The game is not um, how hard you can push. It's can you get to the gym tomorrow? And so what you need to find as an entrepreneur is what are you willing to do every day so that that is is who you are, it's who you become. And so one of the ways that I like to identify it is in your brain, if I were to have you pick up a rock today, well, then in 48 hours, your body is going to start to repair itself, preparing to pick up that rock again. And then in 48 hours after that, it repairs itself. Well, eventually your body just adapts to that rock every single day. So what we need to do as entrepreneurs to get ourselves strong and have an armor is we need to just have enough repetition in something that you're willing to do to commit to you to have the outcome that you want and have a strong body in a sense. I love it. It's not about the difficulty or the Mm -hmm. sexiness or the Mm -hmm. over like, reaching effect. It's just, what are you willing to do consistently? And I love the way you set that up because this, again, probably one of the reasons we were never the biggest gym is when people say, why your gym? I said, I, you know, maybe it's not our gym. I, again, if you want to go do Zumba or Orange Theory, I just want you to do whatever you're going to show up to do on a repeated basis. So love that. Uh, Let's go into Domino. Now this, this has to be a fun one to coach and help people identify because well, we have to kick one domino. We can't kick 10 at a time. Mm-hmm. So how do we identify, how do we take a look and go, what's the first domino I should kick over? We know it's not the be all end all. There's going to be bigger ones down the line. They're going to get stuck. But what's the first one? What's the tool or task or trick, if you will, to identify that first domino? 
So the move 30, the way that, that I always look at it is that when you're looking at your business, you need to identify what you're going to repeatedly do and be committed to. So on my whole, if you're catching what move is about, a core of it is repetition and, and to understand that the mastery is in repetition. And so when we look at what the domino is going to be, we want to identify two areas of, of uh, repetition. One is we want to earn, and that usually is committed to maybe how many messages you're going to send out, how many people you're going to contact consistently so you have lead flow. And the second one may be to, earn, to learn and pivot. And the reason that I say that is because over 30 days, if you committed, and I'm just going to use this, uh, I don't know what, you know, it, it, what you guys are working on, but I'm going to use this as an example that if you wanted to learn how to write an email better because you were insecure in writing emails to your, your audience, then you should choose to do that for 30 days committed to that. That's your domino. Because at the end, when you acquire that skill, now you can go and place it into an area of traffic and multiply it. And so the concept of what's the domino, it's what are you going to consistently do that's going to actually move your business forward right now or you're loading up ammunition to fire it off later on. Awesome. Awesome. So we do have a question for you regarding that whole thought process. And the, the comment comes in from the Facebook group. I call that creating and committing to discipline. Is that essentially where you are going with that? It is. Absolutely. Um, we, we as entrepreneurs, shiny object syndrome also has to do with our mind and with our bodies. Yeah, it's a great question. Absolutely. Great. Yeah, I, I think, again, we're seeing a little bit of a trend here, which uh, tends to happen when you have a good coach. They have a solid program. Move 30, all of a sudden we're hearing that 30-day timeline a lot, the repeatability, the ability created out of that. Uh, so love where it's going. Repetition equals mastery was a great point that you put in there. Now let's talk about, you had mentioned to me backstage that there was this goal, this target, I believe is how, what you were going after of, if we can get that baseline 20% higher. Yeah. Now I'm imagining that that repetition and mastery feeds into that, but what, talk to us about raising our baseline, getting that 20%, what that can do for us, why that's important. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, the majority of the people that work with us, they get on and when they go through it, they go, wait, wait a minute, this is actually, I can do this. This is possible. Well, at, at the same lot, at the same time, if you were to go to Zumba or something, they're like you'd go there, you'd look at what they're doing, you'd be like, this is possible. But ultimately what you have to do is make the commitment to do the repetition. And that's really what's going to take you, um, you know, where, where you need to go is ultimately the repetition. Okay. Yep. All right. So we've gotten the three steps. We've started to move into it. What does the typical journey look like working with you, Jason? So I know you've got move. Let's, let's dive into some actual business practice for you. Let's highlight Jason a little bit, highlight move evolved entrepreneur. We've got move 30. Then we've got move. Like what's the typical flow? What's the, what's, what do they want to do? Yeah. So it's move 30.com. You can go there. Um, I don't know if you wanted me to drop that, but <laughs> go for it. Absolutely. So with that, you can go to move30.com and um, you can sign up there and I, I'll get on with you for a couple of minutes and we'll just see, you know, what's going on. I mean, really at the end of the day, can we solve it? And then with that, um, what the move 30 does is we look in two different areas. One is we really want to create some confidence and we look at that in some physical side, but it's not a workout program. We have to identify that this is not a workout program. 
And then, and then from there, we'll sit down and say, look, you know, here's some clarity stuff for you. And then this is kind of some things that you can do. Well, with that, I do have a program in the Move 30 where I work with you to consistently do it. I live my life like this. And so I think that if I, you know, you see the way that I live my life and that's the way that you would want to do that, then I think drafting on off of somebody is really important. And so the things that I actually share with the Move 30 and to get you in front of your customers fast as well, I do this stuff myself. And so that's how the Move 30 works. It's a 30-day program. It's a transformation program. It takes you from feeling stuck and you know maybe fatigued to get you into momentum. So you're telling me you actually practice what you preach, unlike a lot of what's going on in the world. Huh? That's a that's an ideal thought. I like hearing that. Well, I think okay. one thing that I'm gonna, I'm going to put out here because I think it's so important because you had you know a CrossFit gym and let's just get to the core of it. Let's be real, right? There's like this whole you pitch things and let's just let's get the real. Entrepreneurs should be having fun. Absolutely. You know, at the end of the day, whatever happened is they work hard, play hard, right? So if as entrepreneurs, we can lift your baseline and you can have just a core of strength, just a little bit, wouldn't you agree that when Nick, when they came to your CrossFit gym, wouldn't you agree that when they got there, they were like, dude, this guy's not going to get injured. He's going to have fun. He's going to enjoy himself. And what if he just did it for 60 days and then he stopped? He enjoyed himself. He didn't have to kill himself. And then when you come down from CrossFit, you're an entrepreneur. So you keep your baseline. So what happens is you want to do fun shit. Yeah, I, and I'll take it a step further. That needs to be the theme across all the domains about life, business, marriage, whatever it may be. If you're not having fun, that's when the question is, okay, what needs to change? Because we are creatures that just dwell on the dark, unfortunately. So when we're not having fun, it becomes this overarching theme that just sours everything. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like, Pick what's going to provide you energy, momentum. I love the idea of vibration that you've been sharing um, and leverage that. Because if you leverage that to create momentum, the entrepreneurial journey is a lot of fun. I mean, we are inside of the Facebook group right now, Freedom from the Hustle and Grind. That evolved from lack of vibration, lack of fun, lack of momentum. I went through years of being a business owner sucks. That 15 bucks an hour at McDonald's sounds kind of nice right now. So... Um, <laughs> If but anyone else has any other questions, oh. about you grinded it. You, yeah. you, com it, you committed to the repetition and then momentum kicked in. Yeah. You know, I, I, you have to take action. You have to take action. So we got a question here. In your opinion, would you say small obtainable goals are the way to go to build to consistency or set the big goal and build the discipline through going through the steps to achieve the larger goal? And it should be on the screen for you so you can see it because I yeah, know that was no, a long one. I got, I got it. Um, if it was a one-on-one -on -one situation, like, what makes you move? Are you, are you a visionary that can fill the gap? Are you someone that can actually fill the gap? And the other side is you have to ask yourself and get real. And if you're not, that's okay because that's probably 97% of us. So if the case is that you need to find out what you actually will commit to because you don't know yourself. So if you won't do five push-ups a day for the next 60 days, then you know that you have a commitment issue. You have a, a, you have a repetition issue. And that's a lot of issues that we have as entrepreneurs. I, I, I'm, I created a program that helps me solve my own issue. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, I think this is who we are. We're scattered all over the place and we need something 
of small repetition to prove that we can create that, that consistency. Because that's what our customers want. That's the reason why you're doing it. Our customers want consistency. Yeah, I mean, I, I've coached a lot of coaches over the years and you just hit it on the head. You created a program. It solves the issue for a lot of people, but who did it solve the issue for first? Jason. Coaches, what might, what makes a good coach is we are constantly sharing with our clients the things that we want, know, and need to do better. We're in practice. We're not in theory. So a good coach is doing exactly that. Repetition, 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 and then just distilling the information and the methodology down to the clientele. That's what they're coming to you for. Sure. So great. I love it. Um, Jason, let's, uh, we've been in about 25 minutes. I never want to extend them if they can't, but what, what other message have I missed that maybe you want to get out to the world that you want people to hear from you? Give you a couple minutes right now. If you need to think about it, go for it. If any other questions on the Facebook or the LinkedIn side rolled in, but I want to give you about two, three minutes, just free mic, open mic night, like the, uh, the old coffee houses in Seattle. Yeah, dude. Okay. Let's see what we can do. Maybe cause some damage or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's, see, let's see how we, we, we can pull off here. Um, I think that you need to recognize um, where you're at in your business. And what I mean by that is that some people can, <laughs> some people maybe make this controversial, but let's see if I can make this right. All of these people that started these businesses and they knocked over big doors Bill Gates and like all these guys, there's always something that's controversy to their story. And so when you're starting your business, you kind of got to go out there and fight. You got to put up a dog's fight to get over to the next step. So let me put this like in, let me, let me put this in context. As you're starting your business, if you're in coaching or, or whatever you're doing, right? The very first stage is you're going to have to go out there and grind to get people to become customers. Why? The reason is because nobody knows who you are. So when you're at a stage where you're frustrated, it's because there's nothing behind you. So what you need to do is you need to get out there, grind out, getting people to know what your offer is, who you like, what you sell, get people to talk about you. Because what happens is, and what you're seeing the guy in front of you do that's not happening to you, is that they have some things that are happening. What are they? They have people, a process, right, or a system that's taking all of the energy that you're doing right now and it's doing it all for you. So the person that you're watching that's doing things better than you, they have something that's pushing that momentum in the areas that you're not doing fast enough. And so you have to recognize that in as you're starting your business, it's a dogfight. And the reason that I created the Move 30 is because you need repetition. You need a military type scenario. But the difference is, and I'll hook this, if any of you guys know what 75 hard is, I did it. I did it 100%. I videoed the whole thing. The problem with it is I went to the max extreme to do it. The issue that I found with it, awesome program, inspired me in many ways. But it's not who you are. You can't do two 45-minute workouts every day for the rest of your life. It's not going to work. So what you need to do is find out what are you willing to do, and that repetition will be the seed that creates the fruit, creates the actual tree. Most of us are just quitting too early. And so what I do is I bring the move 30 as the solution of, I'm not this going to be, you know, this isn't military, it isn't anything like that. It's you're going to have to make a decision what you're willing to do, then you can build off of that. So if I were to kind of conclude, 
where you're at, identify that you're in a dogfight and you have to get out there and get people to know who you are. Then once you do, what do you do? You hire an appointment setter or you then hire what? Someone to do ads for you. Because then what? All that energy that you had to put out there in the grinding of your business, what? That takes over and that momentum takes you to the next place. Then what do you do? Refine your product. Then you make your product better. So if all you guys are out there, you're in a dogfight. Don't let anybody bullshit you. <laughs> you're in a dogfight. And you need to get out there, tell your story, put it together, and sell your widget until somebody can help you get to that next stage. But you're the dog. You got to put it in. How, how to do? Is that? I wrote this all down, brother. I just wrote <laughs> literally all of it. I've been reading the whole thing. I'm just kidding. All right. Um, no, I, I love it. I, I think there's a confusion a lot of the times when people come into this group being named Freedom from the Hustle and Grind that, oh, Nick, you don't like the hustle. You don't like the grind. That is far from the truth. But there is a finite amount of time you should be in that stage of life right. and business. And that's what you're saying is, hey, find that moment when you've, you've dog fought enough. You're king yeah. of the pack. You need to not have to fight every little battle. Put the pieces in place afterwards to push you forward. So, all right, we're going to end with one more question because it came through and I think it goes really well into that dogfight mentality. So we got another Facebook question. Definitely find myself being pulled in 5 million directions. I care for live animals 24-7. Consistency is a must, but struggling to create a system to be consistent with business because of the work that I'm still in love with. So what, what do you see is the biggest struggle people have in creating maybe these little micro adjustments to get out of that dogfight mentality? Like where's some, what's something they can do to make a small shift to create space? Um, you're going to have to lose one of them. Okay. You know, you're going to have to decide at the end of the day, if your love for animals, I have a boxer, I love dogs. I'm like a freak for animals. Right. So I understand that. But if that is causing you personal financial business pain all the time, then ultimately at the end of the day, you know, you love those animals. But if you were to fix the business side, then you can actually go and serve more animals. And you're probably going to show up for your family better too, because you're not suffering in the areas that those animals are causing. I definitely am not telling you not to go help animals. I'm just saying that if the cause and effect is you going and actually, you know, helping those animals, but the effect is you being broke and not working on your business, then I think the answer is fairly clear of where the issue is. I mean, that there's a million ways to make you feel good about it, but that's pretty much the answer. So I'll add a little context because I, even though it says Facebook user, I have a feeling I know who this is, um, but, you, <laughs> but go, go with me. If, if this person is in the business of live care, live animal care 24 seven, would you say the first step is maybe a micro adjustment? Hey, what if we shot for 23, eight or mm -hmm. not 24, seven, you know, 23, six. Yeah. Like let's start. We, we need to put in place systems beneath us that are going to make it. So we're not the only person that they're dependent upon every day, every hour. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, maybe, and maybe you, if, Maybe you can find someone that's doing what you've done. I mean, that's, you don't need to go and reinvent the wheel. You know, you can find someone that's had this problem before. That's the beauty of these things nowadays. Awesome. Well, Jason, I want to thank you for coming on today. Like I said, uh, very excited to have you on. It was fun backstage because we have a ton of stuff in common. You know, you know, you never know until you have the conversation. Um, but for all of you guys who are watching, 
Please drop any further comments. Hashtag replay. If you're watching the replay, we'll make sure to get Jason's feedback for you. And then on top of that, we are going to get his website. We are going to get his contact information in the comments, in the feed. So reach out to Jason if you have any more questions. If you're interested in the Move 30 product, feel free to give him a call. Shoot him an email. I'm sure he's waiting for you guys. Um, but Jason, I appreciate it, man. Any any last words for the group today? It's just a moment, guys. If you're in an entrepreneurial journey, honestly, it's just a moment. You get the next stage and people are going to put their hand out. They're going to help you. They're going to help you. Just keep going. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Jason. I'll talk to you in a little bit. Have a good one. And I will sign you guys off for everything else. Hey, Freedom from the Hustle and Grind group talk show is back every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 o'clock Eastern. If you want to be a guest on the show, shoot me a DM. We're still looking for slots. But we do have a lineup coming for you guys from all over the business world trying to break free from that Freedom from the Hustle and Grind. If you need anything else, you know where I'm at. I'll talk to you guys next time.